0: Hey Jules. Hey Ram. The Super Soldier Serum isn't working.
1: From the shores of Connecticut and the farmlands of Wisconsin, this is Torin Think Tank with Ram and Jules.
0: back to the Torn Think Tank, everyone, this show that is about you, the WoW player, not just the WoW game. And uh, my name is Rem, and with me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Jules. Hi, Jules.
1: Hi, Rem. How are you today?
0: I am wonderful. How are you this evening?
1: I'm really good. I've been looking forward to this day for such a long time. It feels like a week has gotten so much longer.
0: <laughs> yeah, this has actually been pretty exciting for us. I and mean, how are you handling your your internet celebrity?
1: Oh, please. <laughs> you know, it's I have to say, I've been so excited to get the feedback that we've been receiving. We've been receiving emails. We've been receiving tweets. The the response to our first show has been more than I have imagined to be. And I am like on cloud nine every day, just grinning like a fiend. So it's awesome. How about
0: you? Oh, it's, it's a dream come true to have, to have been able to do this and to put it out to everybody and actually have people respond in such a positive way has been fantastic. Right. I know the show is about the wow player, but we're just going to talk about us for a minute here <laughs> okay. because we want more feedback. And so there's a couple of ways to get a hold of us. And yes. what are those, Jules?
1: Well, our email address is questions at TorrentThinkTank.com. Best way to get in touch with us when you have something lengthier to say than 140 characters. But if you've got 140 characters you want to talk to us about, we now have three Twitter accounts. Oh, my goodness. Um, At TorrentThinkTank is our main show account. At Remgar, R-E-M-G-H-A-R is Rems, and I have one now for Jules. It's Jules the Tauren, um, T-A-U-R-E-N. I mean, you're WoW players. You know how to spell Tauran, but um, I have the Midwestern accent, so it might sound a little funkified.
0: Funkified. <laughs> funkified. <laughs> and like and we said, the- oh, go ahead.
1: No, no. I was going to talk about our website, too, because Fit, like, is the man.
0: Well, he's legendary. To-
1: he is legendary i still i do this all the time now i'm calling him the legendary fit it's just kind of the way it's going but so the legendary fit totally came through for us this week and created the most awesome website that we could have imagined um with its own little design logo for torn think tank and um so all of the information that we just shared is actually on the website and it's www.tornthinktank.com pretty easy
0: It's fantastic. Uh, fit texted me the day he was ready to go with it, and I pulled it up on my phone. I was like, wow, this is truly legendary, sir. <laughs>
1: How so, did it look on the phone? I didn't even try it on my phone.
0: It was absolutely perfect on the phone. I couldn't believe it. it just everything fit and everything just formatted just right. He did such a great job with it, and I'm so excited. I can't wait to do, have more content and do more with it, and uh, that's one of the goals we have, too.
1: And don't worry, guys, we have plans for able to create some forms for you so you can get us your feedback and meet other fans of the show. Um, You know, we're kind of hoping to build our little community for that website. And uh, we've got a couple other things in the works that we can't quite talk about yet. But just be uh, be resting assured that we are working on some cool things because, you know, it's really cool to have fans and we love you guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, And we're super excited to be doing this and doing this again and looking again to next week and the week after. And This is just, mm-hmm. like we said, we say it all the time. It's a dream come true to be able to, to bring this stuff to you. I mean, I just want to say real quick, if you have a dream, people, it, every time, it, sometimes it might seem it's too hard or something too far to reach for. But you know what? Just just go out and do it, and uh, you'd be surprised at what happens. And you know, here we are talking to the millions upon millions of people who are downloading the show on a weekly <laughs> basis. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> You might be exaggerating just a little bit, but that's okay because you know one of these days that may actually be true. And I, I mean, <laughs> I visualize things like that all the time. But
0: well, you I'm know, planning I, on it because I want to. I my- know.
1: <laughs> We're gonna be big in this podcasting <laughs> thing. You watch.
0: Internet celebrities. Well, them.
1: you know, I'm, I'm just happy um, to be able to do this. And even if we had two fans, if we had one fan, it, it's still, I'm, I'm happy to do this because it gets us the chance to do what we've, we've been dreaming about doing. Um, we actually hadn't talked about how this all kind of came together, but I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, Rem got an iPhone. Um, when did you get your iPhone?
0: May, uh, March 11th. <laughs> do you know
1: the date? <laughs>
0: do you know the date? <laughs> the iPhone changed my life. i wish uh, apple sponsored us
1: so i get a (laughs) hint hint apple um (laughs) i get a text from rem and he says to me what do i do with this thing because i've had an iphone for about two years and then recently upgraded to the 4s and i said well you know you should listen to podcasts and he's like what's that
0: It's a podcast.
1: What's a podcast? So I gave him a number of podcasts that I listen to. Um, I'm a big fan of the Frog Pants Studios with Scott Johnson, and I gave him The Instant and Convert to Raid, which is also one of my favorites. And I gave him a couple of other things. I also really enjoy listening to the morning stream on the Frog Pants Studios Network four days a week. And so I said, just, you know, bop around on iTunes and see what you can find. And he was just in heaven because this is how you pass your day when you're working, right?
0: Well, to be honest, when I first uh, tried listening to a podcast, I got bored and stopped. (laughs) Um, But yeah, when I went back into my normal work job work job um i i put one on and listened to it all the way through and i was hooked and i'm absolutely addicted to podcasts and so i was talking with the jewels one day and i said to her you know what i want to do a podcast and she said oh i would totally do a podcast you
1: texted me and said i now i want to do a podcast and my immediate response i don't think i paused for more than two minutes i said i'm in
0: yeah and and, and i didn't have to think about it I said well fit will produce it for us <laughs> it's true. i never even asked him <laughs> totally <bothered> him. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and at
1: yeah. the end of that week, we were on Skype going, okay, let's figure this out. How do we do it?
0: And uh, yeah, here we are. We're still figuring it out, but uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. And we're glad that you're listening and having such a great time with us.
1: Okay. So that's our story about our podcasting world. And uh, so where, where were we? <laughs> what hey. were we talking about before we got to this?
0: How was your week? Hey, how was your week?
1: Well my week was pretty awesome. Um, I am still on the quest for the vial of the sands. Um so we won't talk about that very much cuz it's boring. I am <laughs> stars for days. So it's boring. But I um I actually I wanted to talk a little bit cuz we went to uh to both see the Avengers on different days this week. The Avengers. Um, it was awesome. It was so cool. Uh, I, I, but I have a, a little story to tell about my trip to go see the Avengers. Uh oh. Yeah. Um. So, Kane decided that we wanted to go on Mother's Day, which was on this past Sunday, and uh, thought we'd go early, so we'd go to a eleven o'clock show. And it was he wanted to go see the three D version. Cool. So we get tickets. We go to the eleven o'clock version, and there are. I'm not kidding. There are two families in there with infants in the theater. Oh, gosh. And I know. And I I turned my back around, and I, I looked because I heard the fussing, and I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. This is a 3D movie, first of all. There are young, young kids here. And, um, you know, I I don't have a problem with kids. I just – I have a problem with kids in movie theaters because in, that's a long movie. It's, yeah. Wasn't it like two hours and 40 minutes?
0: Two hours and 20 minutes, I think. I got like – One of our guilties back just in time for his raid. had timed it out perfectly.
1: (laughs) I mean, I just, I was so kind of disappointed. And of course they fussed both babies did during different, you know, and usually it was during the quiet parts, not the loud parts, um, And, you know, I'm a stepmom. I have a nine-year-old stepdaughter. And, you know, it got me to thinking, I don't know how I made this tie, but, you know, my stepdaughter was saying to me a couple weeks ago that her stepdad, who is also a – he's an MMO player. He um, plays – he's played World of Warcraft. He's played City of Heroes, and I think he plays uh, Tor right now, Star Wars, uh, The Old Republic. And uh, he said to her that he would teach her how to play, wow, at 9 years old and she's really proud of this telling me this and she's like what do you think and my first reaction was like <gasps> no <laughs> That's
0: not appropriate
1: for a 9 year old and i i mentioned it to kane and he's like well you know there's parental controls out there and i just i don't know ram what do you think about this like you've got kids not this well, age
0: but no not that age. Uh, my kids are much younger. Uh, um, but when I first started playing WoW, I actually was in a guild with someone who was 11 years old. And uh, he shared an account with his mom. And uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and he played the game very different than the uh, the other adults in the guild. Um, they, if you're going to let him play I, – I, the th- age of 13 is usually a, is a, is a big uh, – a big age in the media world, and you got to be 13 to play on some um, some other online games. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's before 13, I think as long as the parents are, are really involved and keeping them away from trade chat, um, I think it would be okay as long as the parental supervision is, is kind of in full force.
1: Yeah, it just – I don't know. I mean I know that you can parental control it out so that they don't have the ability to chat at all. You know. um, and it's illegal for a, a child, I believe, to be online like that under the age of 13 due to the COPA laws. But, um, you know, and I'm not an expert on this, guys. So I'm just kind of, you know, going with the flow here. I just I wanted to bring that up. It just, you know, it kind of stuck with me. And, you know, I, she's nine and she doesn't usually even get on a computer. So I'm not that worried.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, what are we really worried about with a child playing this game? The game is pretty tame you're just killing dragons and there's much worse games you're playing on your xbox or playstation or even your pc i think the concern is the interaction with these other people in the community and some of them can be real weirdos
1: that's what worries me the most so obviously i'd be really freaked out thinking that there would be somebody to try to interact with a child that age and oh no and i've seen some of the people who are online and uh (laughs) not okay but um, I made that connection in my head, and I just wanted to ask you about it. I mean, obviously your ch- children are younger, but they're going to come of an age that's obviously coming down the road in the future that you may have to come across this topic with your kids, because daddy plays. So what about me being, you know, what about me being able to play, dad?
0: Yeah, well, mommy won't let them play. She <laughs> barely lets me play. <laughs> so <Take>. um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just enjoying the time while I have it.
1: Very well. Well, thank you for indulging my question on that because I totally, you know, jumped off the chant, the tangent with the Avengers, but um, it always, it all ties back to wow in my head hey, anyway.
0: That's a perfect question for the think tank. It is. I know. We already answered it. Show over.
1: <laughs> thank you very much, guys.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: No, 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 no. We've got a bunch of questions today, so
0: we're not going anywhere. All right. Anything else going on in your week?
1: You know, I came across this really cool. Um, I, it's like a website that I found on Reddit, and uh, I just thought it was really funny. It's the seven most enjoyable online gamers, and I just thought this was awesome. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes when we, uh, so you can go online on our website and check it out. Um, but it's from a, a website called AdventuresInPoorTaste.com. Um, I just love this because it is the. They're talking about how there's these archetypes that um really translate to pretty much any MMO. And um so like number seven is the silent professional, the one that doesn't say much. Um and he is just there constantly and consistently topping damage meters, schooling suckers into high-end arena. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, just asking why he would be an elusive bastard in there. Um it talks about instead of talking about trivial matters like how he dumps his cat how many dumps his cat has taken in the past half hour (laughs) or how he came home to find the mailman, something. I'm going to edit that. (laughs) He just gets in, gets out and doesn't waste anyone's time because he's a hero, man. (laughs) (laughs) Number six is the mother Teresa. It's the person who um, is there to basically save you from any um, misstep that you may take and someone to just make you feel like there's always someone there to support you. (laughs)
0: That's nice to have.
1: No. Um, number five is the good guy arena and raid partner. This guy is the, the one that works with you, helps you chase your dream at the end of the day. You guys have learned a whole lot about yourselves in the process. Um, he, uh, he's just there. He's, he's the, the buddy, the, 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 wingman, And, uh, it's pretty awesome. So that's the good guy arena or so that's raid partner.
0: Every team um, needs one of those. We have a <laughs> number- couple.
1: Oh, and number four, uh, you know, this might be you. The good guy raid leader. This is me. <laughs> is you. <laughs>
0: um,
1: having a guild leader that is a decent guy or gal is directly proportional to how much enjoyment you'll be deriving from the game. Sure, nowadays you can get by without being in a guild and dealing with BS politics and all around uh, blank. <laughs> but if your guild leader is one of the first people you genuinely enjoy shooting the crap with, the game is going to be that much more fun. So, yay. Um Number three, the person experiencing childlike marvel and wonder.
0: That used to be me. That <laughs> used to be you.
1: You've gotten <laughs> shitted, sir. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: this person is just the, uh, the, the one that has uh, finds enjoyment and just coolness out of everything. And you can hear them squealing and bent or in mumble. Um, and uh, so, you know, it's just nothing phases them. And it's awesome. That's the, uh, the childlike wonder and marvel person.
0: I miss that so much. (laughs) There's Henry the humanitarian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's all about teamwork, helping others and all that good stuff. He remembers that we were all noobs once. We didn't always have the best gear or every route to calendar memorized like some polygonal paper route. Oh, that's this guy like uses big words.
0: (laughs) No big words in this podcast.
1: (laughs) And finally, uh, uh, well, this is pretty awesome, the girl gamer who does not gratuitously accentuate or capitalize on the fact that she's a girl gamer.
0: Can I, yeah. can I jump in real quick, Now we're talking about girl gamers? Um, Our guild is filled with a ton of girl gamers, and it's fantastic, and not because I'm a man and like playing with girls, but you don't find many girl gamers when you're just trolling about, you know, but having a whole bunch to play with, and they're all great players. It's pretty amazing to see... Uh, So many girls on one spot in one guild. (laughs) It might sound a little weird, but
1: (laughs) the only the only weird part was talking about having all these girls to play with, and you know you could take that any way you want.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's right. That's right. I need to watch what I say.
1: I'm just giving you crap.
0: (laughs) I'm just complimenting the girls in our guild who do a fantastic job.
1: I actually have not had the opportunity to play with this many female gamers at once. Um, our guild has been predominantly male and our raid team is all men except me. And so, right. you know, it's kind of a breath of fresh air to have this kind of, and you know, and these are the women who are not about, I am a girl and I am a gamer and oh, look at my picture on my profile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause unfortunately there are those, those women out there. I have, I have fortunately not had the, um, experience in dealing with them so um we've we've been very lucky in the guild that we have so anyway um again we'll put this in the show notes it is not suitable for work there's a lot of uh a lot of swearing in there so you know just take caution but um that's my week how was which your? one are you what do you think
0: um i don't know you change every week what <laughs> Um, well, you're my you're my healer, you know? I don't know if I can really put you in one of these categories. I would say maybe Mother Teresa. What? <laughs> you know? What do you think?
1: Um, the one who kind of just,
0: I, I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm always there to heal in the raids and that kind of thing. So I suppose, we already know what you are, but. Yeah,
0: I mean, you accentuate your girl gaming all the time, so.
1: What? <laughs> okay, explain that one, sir.
0: Well, actually, i got a little story to tell, if you don't mind. Um, the reason you've never experienced one of those girl gamers who flaunts it is because you were out that day, and we had to pug somebody who was a girl gamer who flaunted it. <laughs> All the guys in the raid team were whispering, me, can we keep her? Because she had a pretty – she had a very um, uh, interesting voice. It was very, uh, very low, very girly, sexy. And uh, yeah, just uh, about eight of the guys, seven of the guys in the raid team were whispering to me, you got to try to keep her, try to keep her, try to keep her on, in the guild. Um, We never talked to her again, though.
1: That doesn't make me feel very good when you subbed someone in like that for me.
0: (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel better, she wasn't as good as you are at healing.
1: I'm not fishing for a compliment here.
0: Oh. Okay, moving on.
1: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, that was my week. How was your week?
0: Uh, My week's been pretty interesting. Um, I got an Amani Warbear Yes, you last did. week yes I, did. I didn't even I just went along because I was uh just going for fun you know I don't you know me I don't collect mounts or anything so I felt bad when I won it and I tried to give it away but um you guys made me keep it <laughs> so that was nice you. um I don't know if you have heard but a new game was just released yesterday it's called Diablo
1: oh I might have heard something about that game <laughs>
0: Apparently it's this new game by Blizzard. I'd I never heard of it before. And, you know, to be honest, actually, uh fool on the side, I've never played Diablo um, before I subscribed for the annual pass. So this is my first time. And if you don't know, you do now. Tuesday nights and Thursday nights are raid nights in our guild. And as a raid leader, I have to bring everybody together and raid. Um, so I had every intention of raiding last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started re- following the Twitter you know, through work. And I saw that the servers were down and that the people in the U.S. couldn't get on to play. Mm -hmm. And then I started remembering how excited everybody was to play Diablo that was in the raid team. So when I was able to log on a little bit early, got my daughter to bed and, uh, and I hopped in mumble and I saw a whole bunch of our raiders already in mumble. So, wow, this is different. Everybody shows up early. (laughs) They started talking and they're all playing Diablo. "Oh, Oh no. So I started thinking to myself, maybe tonight would not be a good night to raid. Um and thinking about it, maybe I should have thought of this last week, but I didn't because the excitement that was Diablo just never got to me. So I never yes. felt it, you know. Um, so I made a decision, you know, either we can we can raid or we can not raid. If we did raid, would we have a whole bunch of unhappy raiders who weren't focused and not wanting to be there? So I put it to a vote. And the raid team decided they wanted to take the night off. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because, I, you know, I think if they had raided last night, they may have resented me for making them raid and they didn't want to. And at this point in the expansion, I don't want anybody to resent me because it's tough enough keeping everybody motivated to go you know, for heroic progression when Mr. areas yeah. is right around the corner. So I said, all right, well, we'll get back to it on Thursday. Get your Diablo out and come back ready to go and ready to kill uh, heroic Zanaz on thursday so yep. we haven't rated yet this week we will tomorrow night because we record on wednesday and yep. uh, i have every intention of of coming to you next week being for of eight heroic dragon soul
1: heck yeah i mean was- i give you a ton of credit for um for recognizing what the signs were and that people were just kind of showing that they were probably not all their their heads weren't into it and um you know it, it's just and you gave them a vote, and you let them choose. And the majority voted to say, let's play Diablo, and that people were happy. And really, a lot of people just decided that they were going to go and play together in Diablo. So that's what they did. And yeah. uh, it was good. Um, I actually got to experience Diablo for the first time ever, too, because I've never played a Diablo game. But I bought the annual pass um, from Blizzard that included Diablo 3. And I started playing, and you know, it was very easy to jump into it, which is great and very little learning. And I was in, I was having fun and I turned to Kane and I said, this game is so fun. It, it just, it, there's so much to have and, and, and I could see how addictive it can be. So definitely, I think it was the right choice last night. And, uh, I think that the raid team appreciated that too.
0: So yeah, I, 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 I jumped in, jumped into. thank you. <laughs> I jumped into Diablo as well. I played with fit and a couple of other raid members. Um, and, um, I kind of fell behind. I was tabbing out a lot a lot of stuff else, you know, going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I really didn't get to enjoy any of the story. At some point, uh, I'll probably play a little bit. Um, But, I mean, you know me. I don't play a lot of games. I play WoW, and I don't Mm -hmm. have time for anything else. So we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. And um, actually, I I did want to bring something up, and I texted you today, so you would remind me of this, and you did because you put it in the show notes. Yeah, I Um, misspelled it, but Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, that's not your fault. That's Siri's fault. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but a- as Jules knows and as Fit knows, but and everybody in my guild except everybody, you know, but people who, aren't, who don't know me do not know that I do not like leveling. I absolutely hate leveling. I only have two 85s. Mm-hmm. In fact, my second 85 just dinged 85. I think, I think it was November. That's right. of 2011. And mm-hmm. I'm still waiting on my parade, Jules, because you promised me a parade when I hit 85.
1: Oh, shoot. I thought you forgot about that.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, however, I do want to level a new 85 before Miss of Pandaria comes out. So I'm going you to do? dedicate... Yes. <laughs> I'm going to dedicate all my time in WoW that's not a raid night into leveling a tune. However, I don't know what to play. I've got a baby warrior, I've got a baby shaman, I've got a baby warlock. So, Ooh. think tank audience, Help me out. What is REM going to level? You can pick.
1: Love this. You're going to ask people to tell you what you should level to 85, and you've got approximately how many months? We don't know.
0: Don't know, but I will update every week with my progress. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it'll keep me motivated here because, um, yeah i find very little motivation in leveling so uh you know tweet me email me rem at uh, the com and uh, twitter at remgar and let me know what your vote is and i'll let you all know what wins next week
1: remind us again which classes you have or do you want to just open it to all of them
0: it's open to everything um right exactly. now i have i have a i have a seven warrior a six shaman and a six warlock all three of which i will be playing throughout the week in case one of those gets picked um, but if, if if the overwhelming majority picks something else, uh, you know, I'll do that too. Um, my my forte in this game is melee with an off tank. I don't play any range classes. I don't play any healing classes. So if you want to give me uh, a challenge, you know, pick the warlock.
1: <laughs> or you could be nice and, and give him a, uh, another melee class. He His two 85s are a death knight and a rogue. Right. So, yeah. So those are obviously probably not the best things to level
0: since you already have them. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so this would be fun. This would be fun and something to keep me going. And uh, maybe, maybe Fit will let me start up a little blog on our website.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. The progression of your leveling tune.
0: Yeah. If I have homework, then I'm forced to do it.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, then our listeners need to make sure that you do your homework. So let's, let's let Rem know what you want him to level up before Mr. Pandaria. Okay. Yes. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Okay. So
0: let's move on into some news.
1: News so big, it's, well, big.
0: And what do we got going on?
1: Oh, you know, the the news is all over the place. Obviously, Diablo has taken over the last few days, but I've been seeing some really interesting stuff about the beta um, access that people are seeing, and it's all over the place. Um, big news that we saw this week was cross-realm zones um, for assistance for a low population server so now you can play with other uh, other servers in the same realm in the same zone, sorry. Um, that it, to me is is super
0: cool. Yeah, this speaks right to our heart because we transferred from a server that was pretty much dead. I think one of one of our raiders um, told me yesterday that there were twenty six people in Stormwind when he slashed who Stormwind. Twenty six. Wow. I mean on, um, Alliance total alliance players in the Eastern Kingdoms.
1: Now, like take into account that this was Tuesday and it was Diablo Release Day, but that still is really that's low.
0: That's um, just crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I know our server previously was really low populated, but that's insanity and know um, such a difference when we're on Wormrest Accord. We've heard some from some fans who have uh, recently transferred to Wormrest like we have, and they've said the same thing. Wormrest is a breath of fresh air with the population that's there, and it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and uh, this this won't be helping any guild recruitment because you know yeah. everybody's still on their own servers. But it'll help with the leveling experience and with the questing, and it'll help make the world feel more um, more populated and worldly. You know, you, yeah. you go through some of these zones and you're the only person there, and so it's quiet and it doesn't feel like an MMO. Yeah,
1: I mean, for me, when I'm questing and you have to kill a bunch of things in order to get your quest rewards, it's kind of nice not to have to compete with other people but you know i still like the interaction that there are other people around
0: and they do have the technology to turn up um, the the volume of nodes and and mobs you need to kill when mm-hmm. when the population warrants it you know so you're not really missing out on anything you're just getting a more uh, a more fulfilling experience we hope yeah. and, and they can turn it on and off as they go and it's not going to affect any capital cities
1: mhm i also um, i saw a little piece in there um, about there was some complaints, especially from people who are leveling healers in the beta, that um, the quest rewards were not dropping a lot of spirit gear. So there is an adjustment for us healers to make sure that there is more spirit gear available. I loved seeing that, um, and that really shows that Blizzard is listening to what's going on um, and how people are reacting to what they're seeing in their, their beta progression. Um I think Blizzard was originally kind of thinking that, well, you could reforge pieces into with spirit gear and, you know, great, all that. But, you know, I don't. If I'm out in the field and I'm questing and I'm about to jump into a dungeon and I'm just kind of getting the gear that I'm picking up from my quest rewards, I don't really want to have to run back and do a whole reforge on it. So
0: yeah, I thought that was cool. Especially if it's are reforge in, in your capital city, you know. I, I, I and who who does all that before level cap, anyways? I'm not sure me. You do. I don't. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> I, I don't start enchanting or reforging until I'm um, eighty-five or, or ninety. So um well, it, it's good that they're doing they're
1: that. So fast. I mean it's you're going through gear so quickly, especially if you're dedicating time to play, you're dedicating time to level, you're going through these quest rewards and you're hoping that you're just gonna dump that one piece for another cool piece because hey, it's like Christmas loot. Woo! That's so right. yeah, I'm not gonna be going back to the capital city to just do a whole reforge and <laughs> So thank you Blizzard for listening to that part. I think people really felt confident that you're responding quickly, and uh, yay, I really happy. I was happy
0: to see that. Right. And um, how you feeling about the 20% nerf?
1: Oh, you know, the 20% nerf to me is um, a way for more players to see the content um, that they work so hard to develop, and I, you know, when you look at the numbers, and I'm not even going to quote any numbers that I can, you know, heard that I've heard from other podcasts, but the percentages are so low of previous instances, uh, or actually of raids, that actual players have seen and cleared that it's, you know, it, it's some great stuff that not a lot of people have ever seen. Giving the opportunity for a newer raid team to come together with a 20% nerf and be able to come through it and succeed, move through the content, you know, possibly kill Deathwing and feel like, oh my gosh, I just slayed that huge big dragon that's on my loading screen. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's um it's hard for me to give a proper opinion on this. On one hand I like it because it helps us uh helps us progress. You know, uh we're not hardcore I'm doing you know again. Ooh. Um we're not hardcore raiders. Um we're casually hardcore. and so the twenty percent nerf helps us get past that last five percent that we need, you know. Did you know? And now I'm gonna have a complex all show. I am so sorry. <laughs> uh but then comes the uh, the elitist part of me that says, man, I worked so hard to get all this cool gear, and now someone else is going to come along and get the same gear I have. That thought lasts for a couple seconds, and I realize, wait a second, it's just a game. Who cares? So I, yeah, I mostly I'm in favor of the nerf. Um, I think it might have come a little too quickly, but if Mist is only a couple months away, maybe not. So on the Torn Think Tank, we get into your questions, you drive the show, and uh, we need you to drive us. Of course, I said the same thing three times, but anyways, <laughs> let's do it. Let's dive into the Think Tank. Let's dive into the Think Tank.
1: Let's dive into the Think Tank indeed. Um, we're really excited because we have some great questions that were submitted to us, Um and actually, the first two questions came from the same individual, but they're very different um, question topics. So I'll go into that right now. Right. Um, this is from Masher from the Wormrest Wormrest Accord Horde server. That was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Wormrest Accord server Horde side. There we go. Um, and he asks us. With the upcoming expansion of Mists Pandaria, how are you going to handle the new raid content in regards to your players? What I mean is, you said your core team has been around for many years, so what happens if one of your tanks no longer wants to tank? How would you handle the rebalancing of the team? If a tank no longer wants to tank, however, that is the only role open, because there are others. Okay, let me start that over. If a tank no longer wants to tank, however, that is the only role open, because the others are content, do you replace them? This is such a good question.
0: It sure is, and uh, this is something that um, I was going to address with uh, our raid team once we had a release date for the expansion. Um, I do plan on not raiding for about a month to give everybody time to level up. Uh, and before then, we'll have a meeting. and we'll discuss this very issue of who's who wants to switch if anybody um we were offered the opportunity to switch before the last expansion and nobody took up on it because every, i think most everybody in our team enjoys the role that they do and understands they're very good at it mm-hmm. uh, uh if somebody wanted to switch i'm i would sure i would surely try to work with them um but if i didn't have a spot if i had a tank who didn't want to tank anymore but nobody wanted to take that spot uh i i couldn't jeopardize the team for that. So mm-hmm. we'd have to have a talk with that individual and uh, see how badly they don't want to take. And yeah, you know, if they have to move on or find somebody else or just keep on keeping on.
1: Yeah. I, I, this is a, this is a really interesting question because it's something that did happen when cataclysm came out and uh, did that kind of, well, what do we do? And when death Knights were introduced with Lich King, it was also a consideration that people had and we're going to have a new race, which we had in Cataclysm, but we're also going to have a new class. And I have a feeling that there is going to be some people who decide to shift around what their main is. But what happens in that, that case is if you're only giving about a month to level, people are going to have to make some decisions too. You know, it's not going to be too easy to level and gear a level 90 in a month. Starting, right. you know, if you're going to start with a panda, if you're going to start with a with a monk, but in a different race, so that's something that I think that people are just going to, you know, really have to consider when they go in and they start playing, and you know, it, there's musical chairs all around it. But um, I think I'm I'm hopeful at least with our guild, that people are pretty content with the roles that they currently are in, and if they decide that they change, you know, if they decide to go with a monk, they can do all three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so that's pretty cool
0: yeah and that's why i, I um I, I think a month would be a good amount of time but i mean if somebody was really dead set on on race changing to a panda and leveling a monk from zero and they came to me and said listen rim i'm not going to have enough time in a month i would be able to accommodate them if it was going to take two or three months it might have to fill their spot for a little while till they were ready but um, if somebody wanted to level a monk concurrently with their main, and then switch mains when the monk or the, the panda was ready, I'd be okay with that too, as long as you know they were sufficiently geared enough to start raiding. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I'm pretty reasonable when it comes to things like this. But um, communication is the key, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'd have to we we discuss this as a team, and then the individual issues pop up, and we discuss them individually as as we needed to. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think it's going to make people feel pretty confident that a month, you know, a month is, is a good amount of time for people to play their mains and get them to 90, get them through instances and, and gearing runs and that kind of thing as a group. Um, I know Kane is always concerned about this because he really enjoys the reading of the quests part and so it does take him a little bit longer than maybe someone who decides that i'm just going to marathon this through in a weekend blast through and i'm going to be running dungeons by um by the you know day four of the, ex- the expansion and uh so there's always a little bit of pressure especially because everybody wants to do it together at least this is what happened to us in the past everybody kind of wants to do it together they're all leveling at their own their own paces but it's like Okay, I want to run this instance and I need a tank and I need some DPS and I need a healer. So who's there? Who's who's my level? Come on. And there's a little bit of pressure that usually comes with it too. Yeah.
0: And um, you know, we're always there to help each other with whatever we can. So when when we get to when we're in that month lull, um Tuesdays, Thursdays, or normal normal raid nights will be dungeon nights. Mm-hmm. Um, where everybody's running dungeons together to help mm-hmm. level and help gear. Yep. Um, and, and now that our guild is bigger because we moved to the larger <laughs> server, uh, we have more people to run lower level instances with as well. So it, it shouldn't be too big of an issue as long as you know, we know what the end result is guaranteed to be. Mm-hmm. And I say guarantee because you know the raid team that I run, we, we require a certain level of commitment. Mm -hmm. You know, and you have to know you need to be ready to go when everybody else is ready to go and there's no holding back the team for one person.
1: So, you know, also what I what I find, too, is that with that commitment that you request, there's also a level of camaraderie that comes with it and that these people who have been raiding together for such a long time, we we want to keep together. We want to stay together. And I don't see people, I mean, I, I just see us working as a team to kind of figure out how we can make it work. And a lot of times what happens too, is that people are like, yeah, I really would like to play uh, a DPS class. And I know I've been tanking, but I'll level my tank and, you know, hopefully we can get someone else to level a tank. And if they're really liking it, maybe they're playing a monk and they decide that they really like the tanking, uh, the tanking spec of the monk, then they can roll into that spot. And a lot of these guys have alts too. That they keep and they get to level and they keep to to dungeon if not raid level. So I think everybody tries to make sure that they're going to be part of the team no matter what. And it just maybe we shift our roles around a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's great having a, a great group of raiders um, who are so dedicated to each other and to the team that you know they'll do what it, what's necessary to stay um, current mm-hmm. and stay geared and stay always ready to go.
1: Yeah. Definitely. So I think that we won't have much to worry about when Mr. Pandaria comes out. We sh- we will communicate with everybody and kind of set some set some ground rules when we get those days that you know everybody's kind of in chaos mode. What am I going to do now? Do I roll a, roll a panda? Do I make a monk? Do I do, do I level my main now? And you know everybody kind of figures their stuff out in the first couple of days after yeah. the servers decide to stabilize, of course.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so we're going to move into the second question that Masher had, and here it is. My second question is, at one point do you say, okay, everybody needs to have their mains maxed and ready to raid by this time. Obviously, it would take a lot longer for a monk to level up level up to raid than going from 85 to 90 with a previous character. How do you plan to deal with these issues of starting MOP raiding? Is your current raid team all planning on going forward with MOP, and will it be the same members raiding? What did you do with Wrath, and what will you do differently with MOP? With having a raid team that is able to clear current content faster than guild history, will the casual hardcore continue into MOP, or will it change, and in what ways? We kind of talked about this already. Um, You know, everybody is going to kind of find their own way in in that. Specific time frame that we're going to talk about as a group, um, but I think that we're going to just try to see to keep our normal pace. Maybe not being the very first people to clear everything, but we're going to make sure that we clear current content on that timeline too.
0: Yeah, the, the goal with with our team nowadays is to clear current patch content. You know, meaning that we we'll start working on heroic modes in the current patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not necessarily we're not not at all going to be world first in anything because we just don't have the time commitment to do that we're all adults we all have jobs some of us have kids uh, we have a lot going on you know um, but um, my raid team is going to keep the casual hardcore label uh, we've mm-hmm. fallen into a really good routine uh, we've got really good momentum and uh, i'd hate to just change it up just because we're in such a, we're in a place now that we've never been before, and it's exciting, and everyone's excited to to raid or play Diablo, and uh, raid again. <laughs> <laughs> that um, I'd hate to down everybody's spirits and say, oh, we're going to go back to what we were doing before. No, no, we're going to go continue casually hardcore two nights a week, hopefully within a month of the expansion dropping.
1: And, you know, if it's not an exact month, it's not an exact month. I don't think anybody is going to rage quit. and I will. Well, I'm not talking about you. I'll freak out. (laughs) I'm going to get those RAR texts again, aren't I? (laughs) Yes.
0: uh, I I gave an order and you must follow it. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And then everybody laughs laughs and goes, oh, Rem.
0: (laughs) Rem's being Rem again.
1: Rem's doing his Rem thing again.
0: Yeah. Somebody call his mother.
1: You know, and it's so funny because you rour, and then you're like, "It's okay, guys, I'm I'm okay." <laughs> <laughs> I love that about you. It's just it, it's what makes it fun.
0: <laughs> I try, yeah, I'm just I'm just a big ball of positivity. <laughs> Let's keep everything positive.
1: I thought that was gonna go somewhere else. I'm really glad it ended in positivity. <laughs> <laughs> So, Masher, thank you for your questions. I hope they've answered, these have been answered for you in a way that helps you. And, again, if you have any feedback for us, please don't hesitate to email us and let us know.
0: You sound like an interesting guy, so I'd love to meet you on the Wormrest server.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we'll have to see if we can say hi by whispers or something. Um, okay, so we got a question, um, and we're going to call her Kay. She's actually one of our newest newer guild members, um, and she wrote us a really interesting email that I'm going to read right now. "'Dear Jules and Rem, I enjoyed your first podcast, especially where you discuss friendship in World of Warcraft. My best friend is someone I met in WoW over a year ago, and she and I have been through thick and thin together since. She lives in Canada, and I am down in the States, so the odds of us ever getting to meet up is pretty slim.' But we are BFFs and largely use wow as our means of communicating. I don't really feel like it's being an online-only friendship gener- that feel like being an online-only friendship generally dis- diminishes it. But there are definitely times where people are not, who are not part of the online culture will give me the side eye when I try to explain that my best friend lives in Canada. It's interesting fielding the strange looks I get from quote-unquote real friends over it. So I was wondering if you had any advice for dealing with people who want to pass judgment on you because your friends are quote online only. I generally just ignore any skating looks or words I get from people. I am also in a situation where I live with a chronic pain disability disorder. So dealing with people quote in real life significantly harder for me than managing my online friendships and I generally prefer online friendships because it's easier to explain to someone who is online that I just don't feel well that day versus trying to explain to a real-life person that I'm not feeling well they tend to challenge me and say but you don't look sick and it's frustrating so in short I hit a question in there thanks for the reaffirmation that it's a-okay to meet and have close friends online it's nice to feel that I'm not entirely alone out there keep up the good work guys Hey. This is an awesome email, first of all, um, yep. and uh, I, um, I'm i going to let you take this one first.
0: Oh, I, I've got a little bit of experience in this. I don't tell many people – well, I didn't tell many people that I played Warcraft um, at all when when I first started because it was such a weird thing. Yeah, I, I killed dragons on the internet, <laughs> uh, especially uh, you know, since my – my wife, who's one of those people who give you the side look, like, what do you mean online friend? And she immediately thinks I'm making dates. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it, it's a tough question to answer because I don't know exactly what your social situation is in real life. And, you know, I'd love to tell you, well, you just got to stand proud and be proud of who you are and tell everybody that you play Warcraft, or you have online friends, mm-hmm. but depending on where you live, saying something like that will, you know, get you thrown in a mental institution. Because uh, it's such a such a weird society we live in these days. Um, I've slowly come about telling people that I play this game, especially now that we're podcasting. I've been pretty so excited about the podcast I forget that I'm playing the game. <laughs> so yeah, I got this podcast. It's about wow. Oh wait, I didn't tell you that.
1: I yeah, I missed that part when we talked about this before. Yeah.
0: Um, it, it kind of kind of telling a little story off the side of this question here. I I actually. I talked to my wife about the game today uh, and that's not something I normally do, but it was actually, it was really nice to be able to talk to her and have her listen to me as I was talking to her about it. Was um, she
1: understanding what you were saying?
0: Oh, uh, kind of. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't about game mechanics. You know, it was about um, some things going on within the game. And, and I was, you know, talking about the podcast and, uh, and she listened. It was nice. You'll be surprised. You know, sometimes somebody might give you a side eye, but if you start talking to them, They might actually listen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but online friendships, let's be honest here, they're easy. Online friendships are really easy because they're, I mean, for the most part, they're anonymous Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you can hide behind a wall of text. You don't have to show emotion in your words and you can say things a lot easier than you can in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's really a good thing or a bad thing, uh, but it's definitely different.
1: Um, oh, yeah, and yeah. it takes some adjusting too
0: yes it it takes it takes a lot of adjusting too mm-hmm. you know trying to find sarcasm and hidden meanings and, <laughs> and that sort of stuff um but making online friends when you have a pain disorder that makes people look at you funny that that make your life a lot easier too yeah,
1: and it you know it's i i the timing of this question couldn't have been more um just more wonderful. Because I, um, I work in a really small office. There's only three of us that work in this office in a small startup company. And, um, there is a, um, a woman who started recently. Um, she's a little bit younger than me and we really couldn't be more different in terms of, you know, personality and interests. Um, we get along really well, but we are the polar opposites. She is a fashion style editor, um, the wow. Most stylist person I have ever seen. You know, she's gorgeous. She has beautiful clothes. She knows exactly how to dress, how to look great, and to tell other people how to look great. It's part of what she does for her job. And um, but we all get along really well in the office. And I mentioned about um, about she asked me what I was going to be doing on um, Monday nights, and uh, I said when I got home from work, and I said, well, <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm going to be online, we're going to have an officer meeting. And she kind of looked at me because she knows I play, play. Wow. She knows what I do, but doesn't understand the concept. She goes, well, how does that work? And so I was trying to explain how you get on voice chat and how you talk about, you know, and being an officer in a guild and what you're doing and how it's kind of a, a society within this huge society. And And, uh, I, she was very interested in hearing it, but I could tell she just had no clue what I was talking about and that I was talking to people from all parts of the the world. And she, I, she kind of laughed and she said, it doesn't make any sense to me in terms of what I would do in a normal life, but it sounds kind of fun if you're enjoying it. And, uh, (laughs) and I said, you know, I kind of got this question recently for our podcast. She goes, well, then I am the perfect example of someone you can talk about. (laughs) <laughs> she was, very I mean, she, you know, it, it, the willingness to at least listen was there, but I could tell she just does not get it. My parents don't get it when they come and visit and they watch me try and play. <laughs> and they're like, what is going on here? <laughs> and they laugh because I talk to them via Skype and then I have to let them know I'm going to need to leave because it's raid time. And they're like, what, what they are you? spraying them with some kind of poisonous gas raid. (laughs) (laughs) So not everybody's going to get it, but the people who care about you, I think in your current, in your life, the people who really are important to you will at least appreciate that you have friends outside of being able to go out with them and hang out with them. And, you know, anybody who's important in your life in whether they're in your life physically, or if they're in your life in virtually, I think is an important part of life.
0: You know, what's funny is um, my mother who is 30 years older than I am. Mm -hmm. She gets it because she plays an online game called Ebony. So she totally understands how you make friendships online and how they're actually, you know, pretty real relationships. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's actually, it's kind of interesting. So when I start telling her about the game and and what we do and she, she just totally gets it. It's actually, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: I wish I, I wish for a day where people would not have that stereotype of people who game and having friends in game being less important than having friends in real in your physical real life. I wish I, I wish for the day that people would not think of that as any less important or significant in someone's life, you know, just because I'm putting on a headset to talk to my friends does not mean that they aren't my friends.
0: Yeah, but if you've never done it, you're never going to understand it.
1: I know, I know, yeah. and it's it, you know that whole thing about you've never you've never seen that other person and you've never hung out with them is such a foreign concept, you know. Th- but this kind of thing didn't exist 30 years ago, and it's this this strange feeling of people not understanding in this day and age now where online gaming is growing exponentially in the United States and across the world, but still there's that stigma and I personally I I hope that people will start to gain a little bit more tolerance for it and not go, oh well, you're weird.
0: It's a whole new world, people. You are pioneers.
1: Yeah. We're pioneers and we're we're you know, so Kay, you're your friend and you just keep together and you know who cares what everybody else thinks if they don't understand it? You know, we can do our part to try to explain it as gamers, but if they don't want to understand them, that's on them.
0: And, and Kay is awesome. By the way, I spent some yes, time with is. her when we've done our um, heroic Lich King 25 achievements and uh, yeah, she's a blast.
1: Yeah. So and thanks just, for writing in Kay. Yeah. We're really glad to have you in our guild and, uh, and thank you for writing to us. It was really nice to hear from you. So and
0: we're here. If you want to talk,
1: I know. <laughs> Maybe women are not recording, but that's <laughs> that's the, that's the uh, what we're here to talk to, and you know we're we're happy to have our guildies send us questions too. So, okay, I'm gonna move into another question that I pulled actually from the WoW forums this week. The question is um, starts out with saying, when reading, please keep in mind that our guild is a slow social slash casual guild that has two raid teams of people that have the desire to raid and succeed. We foster all aspects of the game, not just raiding. I want to ask you all for advice on a situation that has flared up recently. How do you all feel as raid leaders about your raiders pugging the rest of a raid after your regularly scheduled raid is done? Also, how do you all feel when multiple toons ask you if they can pug a raid that they are typically on a raid team for because they won't be on or available on the raid night that they're scheduled? And how do you handle this? I found okay. this really cool. Yeah, what do
0: you what are your thoughts on it? I'm still trying to put mine together.
1: You know, I I feel like the raid team, you know, it, it, there's if you're on a 10-man team, there's your your progress is dependent upon nine other people. If you get to a point where you know that you are not going to complete the raid for this week, but you have the, the desire to do it outside of the, the, the team that you're on. Um, I don't see a problem with it, per se. But I question the level of camaraderie that you have with your raiders, with your raid team. Because personally, a lot of us, I think, feel like we just want to do this together. We don't want to just go and do this with some random people. We want to accomplish this together and feel like we did it as a group, as a team and, and made it through. So I I feel like that on the one side. And then yet on the other side, we find that it's really beneficial for certain people who have seen the content before to kind of be the ambassadors to come back and say, okay, guys, this is how the pug that I went on did this. And it was really helpful because we kind of bashed our head against that wall for a while. And I'd like to bring you back to this point, and maybe we'll just have, you know, we'll have, we'll do this strategy and tweak it a little bit, rather than the one that we came in studying. So I don't know. I'm kind of equally sides on that part of it.
0: Yeah, Um, this got me just what you just mentioned. um, I'm thinking when we started Firelands, we were having all sorts of trouble the first first two bosses, and um, uh, later in the week, a pug spot opened up for a DPS to do Ragnaros. And I said, what the hell? I'm not doing anything. So I jumped in, and um, we got Ragnaros to 50%. I spent two hours with them. Um, this is this is early Firelands too, by the way. Uh, but it, it it did a couple of things for me. It made me realize we needed to raid more because we would never see Ragnaros if we didn't. Yeah. Um. And and it gave me a little bit of strategy. You know, so when we actually did get to him, so, so I could I could. This is before I was raid leader too. I step in and say, hey, well, we should do it this way. mm mm-hmm. But also when I came back to the guild to tell them what I had done, I kind of got strange looks from a few people. Like, really? You went with another guild? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not not that I did it to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. I did it to, for the benefit of the team. So, yeah, I mean, I would kind of feel the same way if, if a bunch of my raiders pugged the rest of it, if we didn't finish. So it was kind of weird coming back and having them look at me funny. Um, but I can understand why they did it, because I would look funny at them so it, it's a weird thing. You go in there with a group and you spend your time with that group and then somebody goes off and does something with a different group and then comes back to your group with a whole new way to do things. Yeah. Um, and, and you got to ask, how, how, de- how, how dedicated are they to their raid teams? You know, are, mm-hmm. are they like, like my current raid team or are they just, you know, they throw a bunch of people together, see who they have that night and go for it. And if it was, if it was a dedicated team like ours, I probably wouldn't feel too good about my other my team members running off and and pugging the rest of a raid we didn't finish mm-hmm. um, but but if we had just thrown a bunch of people together, went as far as we could, and then stopped I, I wouldn't mind at all mm-hmm.
1: I think that you're you're on the money here, and i I tend to err on the side of wanting people to kind of stay together and accomplish the content together and get their drops together um you know get better loot. But, you know, when when they're also asking if people can go and pug a raid that they can't attend on a night that they're normally supposed to raid, you know, that's also a part of it, too. I mean, they're they're really just trying to get the gear, I think, in that respect.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't feel too good about that. Um, you know, if, if they're supposed to be there for a raid, they should be there for a raid, mm-hmm. not, not pug in for another because they couldn't make the one they were supposed to commit to. Yeah, so yeah.
1: I I I'm not really committal on this answer for sure. It's just my my gut is kind of landing on the I would prefer that as a raid leader that my team tries to stay together with the odd um, kind of exception that comes into play, you know. But typically our group tends to stay together. Um, you know, that one time you went on to Ragnaros by yourself, you didn't really do that again, did you?
0: No, I I've actually never did it again I did Mm -hmm. it that night because I was bored Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) so it's it's something that I think each raid team needs to decide for themselves depending on you know ours tends to be I'm you know we use the term touchy-feely I guess (laughs) we tend to be a little bit more emotional about the accomplishments that we get and that we feel like we've done it together I think I think a lot of people really feel like that on our team so it's that culture that we put together that's going to kind of keep and drive that but if you're just kind of raiding because you're 10 people who are of like-minded thoughts and want to just kind of go and you know what yeah you got it the achievement yay! bye and done it's maybe a little bit different for you
0: and that culture we fostered on our raid team is so hard to find so you've got to do whatever you can do to keep to keep it you know whether it's giving them a night off to play diablo (laughs) yes or tell them not to go plug their raids because we're going to do it together. And you know, I promise you, if you stick with us, we'll get to the end. But just stick with us. Um, you, don't, you don't want to mess with that because that's such, such a wonderful feeling mm-hmm. and such a tough thing to, to keep together for a long time.
1: It's true. And uh, how many times can you say that you exploded the speakers on your headset because people were screaming so loudly that they got that boss down?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've done it so many times now over with over the time we've been raiding that feeling where everybody just screams, and then it was like, oh shoot, I just woke my kids up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoot, I think I love I woke my wife up. So you know that that kind of thing, but you know nothing beats that feeling, and it comes from doing it as a as a cohesive group.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: So I- Okay, so I have one more discussion topic and it's not even really something I pulled up in forms. It's totally something that came to my mind as I was um farming for my vial of the sands and mindlessly reading guild chat as I was going through and so one of the things that our guild definitely has a culture of in um in our chat is whenever someone gets an achievement of any sort, someone is usually right on the on the ball to say Congrats. Congrats, or congrats or something like that. And congrats. sometimes it's many people. Congrats. Blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I was just kind of thinking about this. And that, you know, sometimes it's funny to me. Like someone hits, you know, so-and-so has reached level 10. And <laughs> congrats, 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 congrats. You know, when you have seven alts, level 10 doesn't feel like, you know, whatever. But <laughs> then you get someone who's like, gets the long, strange trip achievement that they've worked a year to get. And then it's like, holy crap, yes, grats, totally. But I am kind of that mindset of like, you know, I'm not going to grats you all the time. I'm sorry. I I don't know if I really just want to do that, but I don't know. What do you think?
0: (laughs) Mark it down, audience. We disagree. Uh Uh-oh. I grats everything because I think it's fun when somebody opens up their mail for the first time and they get their first pet. And they have, can I keep him? come up? Grats. When somebody hits level ten, grats. When somebody gets okay, so... killed, it's congrats. Tell I me mean, why though. Why? Because you know what? As many silly achievements as we get, it's still an achievement, and it's still an acknowledgement that you did something in the game, however many times you've done it in the past. And it's just fun we'll to say. You're
1: male, Rem.
0: But you know, it's just fun to say grats to people. <laughs> people like being acknowledged. You know, well, why would you take that away from them?
1: <laughs> i'm yes. not taking that away from them by not saying "grats." i'm the, sorry
0: the long strange trip achievement gets a special "grats" from me okay it's like a grass
1: i mean that's a huge accomplishment but take that versus hey i walked over to a mailbox Grats. and i opened up my pet and boom Gross. there's an achievement and grads i feel so accomplished Wow, I mean, it's just fun.
0: It's fun to recognize your guild mates for doing something <laughs> so silly. <laughs> just type it in big capital letters and I hit level 10, like grass, and people get a kick out of it. I do. Okay. And I'm going to keep doing it. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. I-, I I hear you on this, but, you know, I- I'm sorry, folks. If you're in a guild with me, I- I'm not going to grat you on everything. I'm just no. not. Because I want to save for the big stuff.
0: See, and they're not going to take offense to that either. You know, yeah. every player realizes with them, when they get, can I keep him? They shouldn't expect a grats. So it's fun just to give them the grats. <laughs> give up the grats.
1: This is our ball of positivity.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. Our,
1: our, keep... our REM, the ball of positivity. You're keep... going to get a grats when you open your mail. <laughs> I'm
0: going to get a grats when you say hi to me. I'm going to grat you for everything. <laughs>
1: Is that gonna happen next time when I log in? Hey Ram, grats!
0: When when we start raid tomorrow night, it'll be grats guys for showing up.
1: <laughs> oh jeez.
0: <laughs> no, for the achievements. Come on. Uh-huh. It'll be it'll be grats guys for heroics on us. Uh huh.
1: I love it. I love it. And thank you for disagreeing with me because that probably
0: made me laugh harder than anything tonight. Well, I hope so because we've had a rough night so far. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the final edit, you will not hear all of our goops and, and bloopers tonight.
0: But... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk fit into throwing them all at the end of the show as a little Easter God. egg. But, um... <laughs>
1: well, you know, if you feel like showing off uh some of the bloopers, feel free. Um we, we definitely laugh. So <laughs>
0: Hey hey Jules. Hey Ram. I don't know if you know this, but we're on iTunes.
1: I do know this because the moment that I saw it, I think I just kind of did a mental and physical happy dance. So I'm not going to say where.
0: Yes, it was exciting. <laughs> and I went to check out the iTunes feed and I saw – no, wait, not that one. That one. The drum roll. <laughs> um, a five-star review.
1: This was so awesome because you texted me to tell me this and I had not gotten on my computer yet. And I'm like, wait a minute. iTunes has only been live for like four
0: hours. This is probably the highlight of my week. And so from Zebulon Horde, thank you so much for your five-star review. We really do appreciate it. And it's great to have such great feedback and let know that people are actually listening to the show. So, uh, yeah, keep them coming.
1: (laughs) And, you know, we'll make a habit of listing you here on on our podcast if you give us a five-star review. So if you want your name preserved for all eternity on the interwebs, give us a five-star review on iTunes.
0: If you want to leave a one-star review, that's up to you. And I'd love to see, you know, what's wrong with our show so we can fix it. But I'm not going to mention your name.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. (laughs) Oh, and hey, Rem, we also got a really awesome tweet tonight. Um, right as I was getting ready for dinner, I, my phone buzzed and it came through and it said to Thornton th- oh, think tank, <laughs> I I'm doing that thing again. Okay. I think I have a new favorite podcast. You wouldn't believe how much I loved the first episode from Scorpion ride. Wow. On
0: that's, that's just awesome. I went and told my wife when I saw it, uh, <laughs> she gave me a funny look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're 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 happy that you've gotten some compliments from a random person. Great, honey.
0: Awesome. Where's <laughs> my money?
1: Awesome. And <laughs> <laughs> is this going to pay the bills for me?
0: Not this week.
1: No. Okay. Maybe next week. Well, I still, I, I still get giddy every time we see a new email like coming in and a tweet that's complimenting us for our work because we're just doing it out of the love. So to get the love back is just the best feeling ever. Thank you guys, really, and uh, we'll definitely give you guys call-outs on the show if you're uh, if you're wanting to give us some some props.
0: Yeah. So you know, tornthinktank.com is live. Mm-hmm. You can find us on the Twitter. I am at Remgar R E M G H A R. I am find... at
1: Jules the Torren, and our main account is Torn Think Tank.
0: And please use those Twitters and our email address, questions at tornthinktank.com, mm-hmm. uh, to suggest a new class for Rem. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Um, I can't do the same thing right now because I'm dedicated to the vile sands. I, I have a commitment to uphold.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new mount.
1: That was random.
0: No. Not, you're supposed to farm this for me. We've talked about this.
1: Okay. Well, if you're. <laughs> <laughs> you know i think we're we're starting to get to the end of this lovely sucker yeah. <laughs> and i don't even let's... catch that li- little reference there
0: <laughs> oh let's just wrap it up Jules. it's been
1: a long night guys
0: <laughs> let's go home
1: well thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we hope that you've enjoyed listening to us this week Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this episode please send us some more questions that we can talk to you and give you some of our answers there and uh, you know if you have some feedback about the show let us know
0: it was great being back this week we hope to see you again next week thanks for listening and slash move everybody
1: slash move Thanks for listening to Torrent Think Tank, a
0: presentation of Stormride Productions. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. (laughs) Tell us what happened before we talk about the Avengers.
1: Yeah, let's start this over. Look
0: back. (laughs) Because I'm a man and like playing with girls. Pause for the bumper. Everybody's roboting out, so we might have to pause for a second on the editing table and cut this part out.
1: Bit, are you hearing this?
0: Yeah, you guys sound terrible to me. Get Stop it. You stop it. Hello. Hello.
1: You sound fine. What's wrong with our Skype?
0: Most definitely. Do you hear
1: that noise? Damn it.
0: (sighs) I do hear that noise.
1: the cat. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) The kitty's come to podcast.
1: Okay, he's gone. He was playing with the blinds. I'm so sorry
0: them if they can't take (laughs) a joke.